Hello, you're listening to season two of the Achieve With Me podcast. I am your host, Rachel Gilfrin, and I'll be spending the next few minutes chatting to you about what achieving, winning, and success mean to you. As a life coach specializing in confidence and career progression, I am a strong believer that success is very closely linked to having a positive mindset. I'll be sharing my own highs and lows from my past corporate career in IT sales and sharing some really valuable tips and techniques to help you to get ahead in your career. To help you to get these implemented today, you can catch the written episode on my blog, which is at www.rachelharriotcoaching.co.uk. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Hello and welcome back to another episode of season two of the Achieve With Me podcast. Now this is actually the penultimate episode of season two, which certainly for me has absolutely flown by. I know I always say that, don't I? I'm coming on saying, oh, this week's flown by, this month's flown by. But honestly, I have no idea where this year is going. Anyway, I'm so grateful that you've tuned in today. There have been many episodes in both seasons of this podcast where we've focused around things such as productivity, motivation, and a personal favourite of mine, perfectionism. Firstly, because paradoxically, even though I consider myself extremely driven and hardworking, these are things that I've struggled with a lot in my career. But secondly, I feel that so many people out there experience this as well and immediately begin to sort of label themselves as lazy or not driven. And they might even begin to wonder, maybe I haven't got what it takes. So in the past three months, I've recognised the same simple principle in my own behaviour again and again. And so I felt that this particular principle deserved its own episode, really, so that we can really begin to trust and understand it. And that principle is Parkinson's Law. If you haven't heard of Parkinson's Law before, the common explanation goes something like this. Work expands to fill the time allotted for its completion. I'll say that again. Work expands to fill the time allotted for its completion. Now, I first heard this some time ago, I can't remember when, Um, and whilst I found it a really interesting concept, I didn't really get it, if you know what I mean. So a bit more about this law... The term was first coined by Cyril Northcote Parkinson in an essay that he wrote for The Economist not that long ago in terms of a lot of the laws that we have. It was 1955. He shared the the story of a woman who basically she just was given one task in a day. And this task was to send a postcard, which if you imagine if you were on holiday and you were sending a postcard or you were doing this from home... It'd take someone, you know, maybe five minutes to do. But the woman spends an hour finding the postcard and selecting one. Another half an hour looking for her glasses. Takes a full 90 minutes to write the postcard. 20 minutes deciding whether to take an umbrella along. 
then worrying about what to wear to the post office, and on and on and on, until basically that small task has taken her entire day. Now, some of you may be thinking, well, more for her for wasting time faffing around, (laughs) which, you know, I'd agree with, but in a more basic form, this happens to all of us, whether it's in our working day or at home. And we all do it. When I first began my business in 2020, I'd write myself to-do lists for the week and then I'd break it down into daily tasks. I've actually mentioned this before in another episode about what a planner I am and I've almost been quite boastful about you know how organised I am and how much I like lists but what I failed to mention is the frequency to which my task would be stretched out or roll over to the following day. So what I mean by that is I might have something on my list that will be have a full morning allocated to it but then I'll get distracted by something in the morning and then I think oh well I haven't done the food shopping yet so I must dart out and do that. So what I would tend to do in that scenario would be stretch that task across the whole day and sometimes if there had been any other distractions during the day I'd actually roll it over and say right I'm gonna have to do that tomorrow now which means my tasks for tomorrow are then getting pushed out and so on. The trouble was whilst I had made a plan and I was congratulating myself on what a great planner I was, (laughs) I hadn't set a strict deadline, or even been realistic about how long it should take. Now, as I am making notes for this podcast episode, um, I'm referring to my plan for the week. Now, it's currently Tuesday at around 2pm, and I have already completed all of my tasks that I had given a full day's allowance to. In fact, these podcast notes were actually on Wednesday's to-do list, so I've gone from rolling over to pulling forward. Now, if I'm completely honest with myself, with the right wind in my sails and, you know, providing that I was feeling particularly energetic, I could probably do the five days worth of tasks that I have planned in, in around probably three and a half days. Another example I can share is I'm part of a public speaking organisation and we used to meet every fortnight. Often, if I'd put myself forward to be a speaker for the next session, it would be with two weeks to spare. So I kind of say, right, in the next session, I'll do a speech. How long did I faff around getting ready for it? Far too long. And actually, the only actual productive preparation that I ended up doing was on the actual day of the speech. Let's look at another example, which actually is a bit more tailored to the corporate environment. So imagine this scenario. You and your team have a week to prepare a relatively simple presentation. Now, realistically, it should only take a few hours, especially if the work has been delegated efficiently. But because you know that you have more than enough time at your disposal, the project grows in line with this. So while you're researching the facts and figures, you might find yourself immersed in data about a less relevant topic. Now, during this process, that prompts more questions about whether this or that should or shouldn't be included. And then you think, better wait and ask the others. 
but you find yourself totally off track. And then because of that, you lose interest in producing the initial data to support the presentation, which is what you were looking for in the first place. So ultimately, the thing that really should have been a simple process becomes something that actually requires a full week to complete. And that is a perfect example of Parkinson's law. So what's the key to take back more of our valuable time and start to get things done? Well, here are my top three tips. That's right, I am keeping it concise so that you don't have an excuse to drag it out. (laughs) And these tips are going to help you to rationalise how much time you actually are spending on tasks. So to kick things off, tip number one. When you're writing out your task list, include the reasons why this is important and a potential consequence if it isn't done by X date or time. Now, this is a really good method to help you to prioritize the tasks that actually need to be done rather than cherry picking the easiest ones. You're probably thinking, I wouldn't do that. I can tell you now, that is what I wasted so much of my time on because I'd think, oh, well, out of the list, they're the ones I prefer, so I'll be able to get them done quicker, which does work sometimes if you're in a bit of a creativity rut, but effectively, you still end up with the more difficult tasks and you're going to end up putting those off as well. Tip number two, establish if there is any external input needed for your task to be completed. So for example, if you're drawing up, let's say draft one of a project, but you know that it's likely that there will be several iterations and potential levels of sign off, don't expect it to be done on your timescale. What you need to do is simply plan for the first installment of time for the first draft and then reassess when you have the additional input. Otherwise, you'll end up trying to think about the entire time scale, and that's not all in your gift. So try to remember that other people are involved in this kind of co-creation process here. And tip number three, pick a time installment and stick by it. What do I mean by this? Well, I mentioned that I've started to make really good progress this week on actually pulling forward tasks from other days because I've managed to get so much done. So today, specifically, I mentioned that I had three key things on my list to do. What I did is I said to myself, I actually said this out loud, by the way, (laughs) when you work alone, there's a lot less judgment. Um, But I said this out loud and I said, I'll give each task one hour and no more. If it isn't perfect by then, it'll have to do. And I am okay with that. And actually, because I knew that I just had this hour, I felt an energetic burst. I felt really creative. And you'll often see actually within um, organizations, particularly within a sales environment, they'll often advocate for you to do a power hour where um, it really drives productivity during this time because you think, right, for an hour... I'm going to go flat out on this and you can get so much more done. The key with this is though, try not to do lots of different hours back to back. There needs to be a break involved. So that's my three tips. Now these may sound like basic disciplines, but 
to be honest, I felt for so long that I was being productive. And quite frankly, I was lying to myself about what I actually had the potential to achieve in a day or a week or even a month. So try these out. And remember to stay true to yourself about how much energy and time you're actually prepared to invest into a task. I'd love to hear how you get on. Drop me a direct message on Instagram and I want to hear all about it. Remember, it's at Rachel Harriet Coaching if you're not already following me. Have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for listening to season two of the Achieve With Me podcast. I'd absolutely love to hear from you if there's any other workplace challenges you're facing at the moment that you'd like me to consider doing an episode on. Please do follow me on Instagram, which is at Rachel Harriet Coaching. And remember, you can visit my website, www.rachelharrietcoaching.co.uk to revisit some of these topics in my blog or if you want to learn more about one-to-one coaching. Have a wonderful day.